welcome to another episode of the Villa Society podcast. Today we're talking all about Villa's 2-0 win over Nottingham Forest at Villa Park and the incredible run that's landed us in sixth place in the Premier League. So fasten your seatbelt and let's get started. At this stage, I'm kind of lost for words a little bit because we're so far ahead of where we thought we'd be at this stage, like sixth in the Premier League. It's absolutely incredible. And um, what Emery's done is just beyond what we thought would happen, really. Um, We've seen so much improvement right across the squad and and seen them take on board what he's trying to teach them. And to be in sixth place at this stage is just beyond our wildest dreams, really. So um, hopefully we can push on and keep getting points and keep keep in that position and um, secure one of those European spots. It's our sixth win in seven matches. Uh, We scored in all 17 of Emery's games, which is absolutely mind-blowing, really. To score that many goals and keep scoring every game is is some feat, really. And Ollie Watkins has scored his ninth goal in the last 11 games, and it's just... It's just crazy form and it just shows you what the change of manager can do for people's confidence in the in the squad. So we've seen Mings, Konza, McGinn, Louise, Watkins, um, even Traore's started to score goals and, and, and come back into the squad and start to play well. So there's amazing signs all across the squad. And um, yeah, it's just it's amazing to be up into sixth place. Glad we've got a little bit of a break after like three games in a week, which was pretty intense. But to pick up nine points from those three games is just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I actually strangely predicted us to have a 1-1 draw in this game at Villa Park. The reason being, I thought, you know, we played two games, three games in a week. It's quite a lot. I thought the energy would be pretty low. Uh, I thought Forrest would, would turn up at Villa Park and try and combat our style and I think we saw that as well I think at Villa Park they they tried to nullify our midfield a bit and they tried to shut down the spaces in midfield I think they did that pretty well for a lot of the game as well so I thought they were going to do that I thought we might struggle and and maybe on the counter with our high line maybe they would have got in and sneaked a goal but it didn't turn out that way and um, I'm very happy that we got the three points and uh, we're now sat there in sixth so again when the team sheet came out there's no real surprises for me it's kind of same again with uh, Kamar still out with a knock. Um, we had Den Donker on the bench, so he's come back from that injury. Uh, in terms of Forrest, they had uh, Dennis out, which uh, I was quite happy with actually because he seems to score against us quite a lot and I quite rate him as a goal scorer. So it was good to see that he wasn't starting as well. Um, the Villa side, you know, it's good to have a settled side. It's, it's good for the side to learn each other's games. Um, Moreno and Buendia on that left-hand side and Watkins and um, Ramsey just getting an understanding and being able to play together. So if we can keep um, a steady side, the same side for as many games as we can, it's um, a really good sign that they're gelling together slowly. So it's a lovely, sunny Easter Saturday afternoon, a three o'clock kickoff for a change. Prince William and Little Prince George were watching Villa Park. So it was a perfect setup for a, an amazing game. And um, the fans fans have been in positive mood about Villa at the moment, especially online. There's even been lots of wild predictions of maybe we're going to hammer someone at some point and it's going to be like a, a four or five nil. Um, but I, I wasn't so sure it was going to be that easy because Forrester are fighting for their lives at the moment. They're trying to pull themselves out of that relegation battle and Steve Cooper's a, a manager who knows what he's doing. He knows how to combat other teams. So they're in a bad run of form. Um, but I, I knew it wasn't going to be straightforward at Villa Park. Um, I think we prefer to play a game where the other team comes on to us and if, if a team like Forest sit back a little bit and then they kind of try and pack the space in midfield, it's going to be very difficult for us um, and, and it turned out that way. But Villa doing so well at the moment, it is kind of hard not to get carried away really, but 
ultimately, we're definitely a, a work in progress. The team's still learning Emery's philosophies, tactics, style of play uh, for different games. Like you can't just have one style of play or tactics for one game. You've got to kind of adjust for different teams. So like teams fighting at the bottom, they're going to try and stop our game. And ultimately, we've got to find a way through them. So there's going to be a lot of learning as we go and, and trying to have different systems of play for different teams. So that's going to take time. And I think playing Forest at home was another challenge to overcome and, and another learning lesson for not this season, but maybe next season and the season after. So it was a good challenge. And uh, I think we, we did pretty well, although we didn't, it wasn't our best game. And the game started, it wasn't, it wasn't the best of starts, a bit scrappy this game. Forest kind of started okay early on. They had a, an early shot on a corner and they seemed to be trying to combat our midfield. I think they were kind of man-marking Louise and McGinn with uh, two number 10s and trying to shut out the spaces in midfield and forcing us to put the ball out wide. And it seemed to be working for a lot of that first half. Um, the formation was kind of funny. It kind of seemed to me like a 4-2-2-2 two, two, two at times for Forrest. They had like a box in the middle of the park. Um, I think that was to overload McGinn and Louise and uh, Ramsey in the middle there. And um, yeah, it seemed to do the job because we weren't really finding those pockets of space that we have been in a lot of the games, like the Chelsea game. So it was a pretty tricky and frustrating first half at Villa Park and uh, wasn't really free-flowing football. Ollie Watkins seemed full of confidence again. He kind of got the ball on the right-hand side and he had a, a good swing at it. He pulled it wide, but he was a good sighter early on for Watkins. And um, Bailey also had a little bit of a run down the wing in that first half, but he he showed that burst of pace that we know he's got and he kind of got beyond the defender and, and it was like, yeah, go on, mate, go and get down there and put the ball in and, and we'll score, right? And, and it was a really nice piece of play, but as he's done it, he's kind of pulled up with his, look like a hamstring. So uh, hopefully he's not done a, a massive hamstring strain there and it's more like a little bit of a twinge, but we'll have to wait and see. So Bailey went off and um, Traore, uh, Tuesday's hero, came on in his place. Uh, after his magical goal on Tuesday night. So uh, it was it was good to see him come on the field and uh, potentially get a bit more game time, um, get a bit more fitness, even though he seems quite sharp. A couple of games won't do him any harm. So yeah, it's good to see him get on the pitch. But yeah, the first half was pretty pretty mediocre really and um, not a great deal really happened. There was a, a few little chances and a, and a little bit of action, but um, a lot of mistakes and a lot of errors going on and misplaced passes. So it's a niggly kind of first half and it kind of petered out towards the end and um, yeah, we went into the break at nil-nil. So we started the second half pretty brightly and uh, yeah, some awful defending that led to the goal. But uh, also good work from Bertie. He's uh, on his toes at the moment and he was released down the wing by Ashley Young with a really good ball down the wing. He got down the line on the right-hand side and delivered like quite a good cross um, with outside of his boot, I think. And the defender blocked it and Shelby, with his, he's facing the goal, he seems to pass it to his right-hand side, trying to find a defender, I think. And uh, he can't see Traore's coming in. He comes in and nips the ball and, and just side-foots it into the far corner. It's really sloppy defending, kind of a, a weird that second time in a week that a team has kind of loosely passed the ball to Traore and he, he's stolen in there and scored. Sort of against Leicester on Tuesday and... Yeah, again today, it was kind of a gift. Fair play to Bert as well for being on his toes, being alive. Um, you know, you've got to be switched on to find these chances. So he definitely did that. It was really bad defending though. But um, yeah, fair play to him. And it's two goals in two games for him coming off the bench. 
after the goal, the game kind of settled down a little bit and Boris pushed forward a bit, trying to get that equaliser. But really, like like a lot of the games we played, um, I didn't think Forest were really a real threat. I think it's the way we're defending or keeping keeping away teams at bay, making sure they don't really get any clinical chances. We kind of keep them to the edge of the box, maybe putting crosses in, maybe getting corners, but defending them well. And as Forrest came forward, Villa tended to get a bit more space in behind. Ramsey was kind of put through one stage down the left-hand side. I think Douglas Luiz slid the ball down the line. He powered on towards the box, um, faced a defender. And there are three or four other Villa players like in and around the box at this stage. And Ramsey tries to take him on and beat him, but it's a really good opportunity. And he just gets tackled where he could have just played it. I think it was Buendia just inside. And um, it's a real good chance to kind of go 2-0 up at that stage. So it's a, a bit disappointed in Ramsey at that, that, that point, but obviously he had the confidence to have a go and try and beat his man. And I think he was trying, trying to look for a shot after that, but yeah, he got tackled and the chance went. And there's plenty of... So around the second half, his game's getting a little bit scrappy, a few misplaced passes, a few passes out of play or not to feet. Uh, Forrest put on Mangela for Shelby probably to get a bit more of an attacking presence. And also Awani as well down the middle. Seemed like quite a presence up top for Forrest. So it was um, just giving us something extra to think about with that high line and um, trying to play the offside trap. Villa also faced a fair few corners. Um, none of them really seemed to test us that much though. I think we had the presence in the box with Mings and Konza. They seemed to deal with most of the things that were thrown at them from those corners. Just like many of the other games this season, we've managed to deal with these efforts from corners and I think uh, we did pretty well today and kept Forrest at bay. But again, that high line that I'm always talking about, it was kind of breached at one point. Uh, Awani was put clean through and it wasn't only for Martinez kind of playing the sweeper, coming way outside his box and sweeping up there, which he has to do because of the high line. Um, the, they didn't, he didn't get clean through and goal and have, have an opportunity. So it was quick thinking by Martinez, but um, I think he's probably told to play like that because of our high line and, and how far we're playing up the pitch with our back four. Then Donga comes on for Wendia, probably to steady us up at the back because um, Forrest are pressing for the equaliser. So just to steady the ship a little bit there and keep the ball a bit and, um, and, and make sure we can grind out the result. And then it's way into injury time, 94th minute. Watkins is in the box, driven into the box, and he passes to Ramsey on the left-hand side of the box. He takes a touch, passes it back to Watkins. Watkins closed down by a defender and the goalkeeper, but he managed to do a little dink, a little chip, goes over the keeper and into the back of the net, and he wheels off, strips off his shirt, and it's an amazing celebration. He's just giving it giving it all. And, um, yeah, fair play to Watkins again, getting another goal. And a really good uh, kind of cherry on top, having the 2-0 instead of 1-0 in that game. It wasn't, wasn't the, our best game, but, you know, sometimes when you're on a run, you've got to grind out results. And if you want to finish in that top top six, you've got to grind out results. You've got to play play some games where you're going to play badly and you just manage to win because other teams are trying to prevent you from winning, prevent you from playing your own style, prevent you from scoring and doing all those kind of things. And sometimes it's going to nullify your game and it's not going to be that pretty, but if you can win and win ugly, then it's a good sign for the future. I think it's a good sign that we can learn to win that way and progress up the table and cement our place in that top six. So it bodes well for next season, I think. It's an absolutely incredible run that Villa on up into sixth place. Um, it's, I would have, you know, no one would have expected this, especially with the start we had under Gerard and and the lack of goals we had and just how poor our players were playing. I think 
I think from a distance, Emery was sat there when he heard about the Villa job. He must have heard about it early on, I think, uh, when Steven Gerrard's results weren't very good. And I think he sat there and he probably analysed the Villa squad, looked at all the players, thought this squad is really underperforming. There's some quality here and I can get these players to play well. And I think we would finish a lot further up the table. I think he's taken that calculation and he's he's not looked at another team like a I don't know other teams that were down the bottom like Everton or Leeds or whoever down the bottom he's he's looked at Aston Villa and he's gone I can use these players this is some quality players Villa have spent money on these players they're not the cheapest players around there's some quality there some real quality there Wendia Bailey Watkins you know Louise these are quality players so I think he's sat there and he's calculated that actually I can I can get this team really ticking and I think I can get them up the table. So it's proven that way, but it's kind of he's gone beyond kind of the expectations of that as well. So he's he's a shrewd operator, is Emery, and it's just an incredible run and I'm blown away. He kind of speechless at times of like what he's done. But it's an absolutely incredible season so far. And if the form continues, he'll be up there with manager of the season for sure. And what I really, really love about Emery as well, like if you see his comments after the game, it's like he's happy with the result. Yeah, great win, great result, great three points in other words, but he isn't happy entirely in how we played. Like he's, he's he says, I'm very demanding with our idea, our style and how we can improve each match getting better. Today, I'm very, very happy with the result, but I'm going to analyse the match because I think we can do better and improve. So he just knows that we could do far better in that game. It's great that we've got the three points, but there's so much we can learn and implement and get better and learn to beat these teams who are going to come to Villa Park and sit back or they're trying to combat us in midfield. We're going to know how to play against these teams next season, hopefully. And it's just really exciting that we've got a manager who's just not resting on his laurels and he's thinking, yeah, we've got the three points, but how are we going to like make sure we can overcome this with no problems next time? And it's just amazing to have someone in charge who who knows what they're doing and they're planning and they're training and they're instilling this philosophy on the squad. It's just it's just the kind of manager you dream of, really. It's just a proven winner and it's exciting times. And, and for me, good times next season are definitely coming. So for me, it was a really great three points. Not the performance that we kind of expected, but I kind of expected it to be a little bit difficult. So it, was, it wasn't it was the greatest spectacle in the world. A little bit like the West Ham game in many ways. Um, Forrest came to stop us from playing and, and doing what we're trying to do and have a lot of cutting edge and play between those lines. I think they did really well shutting out the space, um, cancelling out our midfield players. And I, I think they did that well for a lot of the game. That played its part in making the game a little bit dull and a little bit scrappy. But we can't complain. Up in sixth, uh, great three points. The three points is all that matters, really. You've got to win these games ugly sometimes. It's not all pretty passing, beautiful football every week. You've got to win ugly sometimes to get up the table and cement yourself up that up that top six, really. So another three points, that's three wins in a week. It's incredible, really. Nine points. So brilliant. Excellent. And uh, on to the next one. The next game It's going to be tricky. Uh, two teams in form. We've got Newcastle in an early kickoff and we're at home again. So our home form's good, but I think we've been playing a better away. But this will be a really interesting game because Newcastle, they are a powerful team. They've got some big midfielders. They've got Joe Linton in midfield. He's been playing well. They've got, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Um <laughs> 
Wilson up front's banging them in. That's what I meant. So yeah, even Wilson, he's just been banging them in at the moment and they're playing well in their midfield. They've got some big physical players in midfield. That's my main worry because we've got, we don't have that much physicality in the middle. We've got McGinn who gets around, but he's not the tallest. We've got Louise, who's a skillful player. Um, yeah, Buendia is, is not the most physical. So it'll be interesting how we set up to kind of play Newcastle because they're in form and they could steamroll us if we don't play in a certain way. So I'm looking forward to the game. I think we will score goals. There might be a lot of goals in this one, like a 2-2. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. And um, I predict it's going to be 2-2. I think Watkins is going to score again which is going to be some kind of record. And um, I think Buendia might score as well. Let's see what happens. So if you have any views on the, the game against Nottingham Forest, or if you've got any predictions for the Newcastle game, just head to our website, thevillasociety.com, where you can send in your views, your opinions, your predictions, anything, tactics, whatever you want, and we'll read them. And uh, if they're good, we'll put them on the show next week. So uh, jump on the website and ping them in to me, and I look forward to reading them. So Villa up to the dizzying house of sixth place and it's really a testament to the work of Emery and the hard work of the team as well, like adopting what he's been doing and it just shows how together the group are and how they're taking on board what he's teaching. So positive times and exciting times. I really can't wait to uh, the game against Newcastle. So we'll see you next week for a review of the Newcastle game as well. So until then, get your thoughts into us on the website and uh, up the Villa.